0: The WCB podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey. With your host, let's do it, Jerem, Tanner, and Nolly.
1: It's just in the WCB podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network presented by DraftKings and Raycon. It is Jerem, it's Tanner.
0: What is up, bud? Nothing, man. Just, uh, it's kind of been another week, man. <laughs> In another
1: week, it's not as like news in impa- power or heavy news as it was before. Yeah. But no, I mean it's the not. few news, the few news stories out there, they are kind of big. Um Black Ops being sued again.
0: Yeah. Oh, just uh, get, just rip it off right now. Talk about it. I was it, gonna go, go real
1: quick here. Black we're gonna talk about the Black Ops being sued again. Uh, okay Go into the two games uh, the Hots played this last week. We'll do the three stars. Take a look at the prospects because um, Tanner pulled up some good stats and uh future's looking good. And then NHL talk, uh, some Jack Campbell news, some Ottawa – or not Ottawa, Ontario – Edmonton and San Jose. Um, yeah, we'll just run with it there. So first let's start with uh, the Blackhawks have been sued again by another player – um involving the 2010 sexual assault cover-up um yeah it's not new news no as much as everybody's trying to make it seem like it's a brand new thing um what the player being sued was stated in the original reporting
0: the player doing the suing
1: right yeah the player doing the suing was originally was originally The the suit who filed the suit um was brought up in the original report. Yeah. Um, Not quite sure the timeline or like what the process was for coming out now and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it's it is what it is. I'm kind of I'm honestly surprised it didn't happen sooner.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's probably because of the way that they kind of put Kyle Beach all out there before he even admitted that it was him. Yeah, they probably were just like, I don't want to fucking deal with all that shit. Um, yeah, because like even online, you'd see people were just saying things like, I really, but I I saw a couple comments that were just like, I really hope that they don't like release how tall he is. <laughs> it's like that's what they did. Oh yeah, like in all, the like, original the little... like, report, they're like, well, the player was a high pick and like he's this tall and this and like weighs this much, and you're like, okay, so fucking it's Kyle Beach. Like, yeah, you say it, you say it without saying it. Like, okay. Um, I'm sure he just like doesn't want didn't want that to happen because obviously there's gonna be people that are gonna do shitty things and say shitty things, and that's what ended up happening, right? Like stuff you don't wanna avoid. So And and look
1: at Kyle Beach keeps getting his name dragged into this, like Yeah, all the time. It's like why I mean the whole point of like him settling was because he just wanted this to be done with and and, and go get away from it and then people think they're doing the right thing by bringing the Hawks down, by continually bringing Kyle's name into this, when, I mean, cool, let's make a guy relive the trauma every time he goes on social media, or he goes, like, sees a news report about it, and his name flashes up there with what happened. Like, I don't understand why people continue to drag
0: his name through it. Because they just want to shit on the Hawks and Hawks fans. That's all it's fair the Um, the whole thing everybody keeps up bringing is just like hawks never lost like draft picks or anything and i like found out it literally says it in the nhl constitution which is a thing like the powers that the commissioner has in terms of like draft pick forfeiture it is literally stated in 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 terms of gaining a competitive advantage otherwise known as cheating everybody keeps trying to say that like doing a cover-up is gaining a competitive advantage. That's like such a fucking stretch. And like, you're just trying to make it fit the definition by saying like you think it is, but it's, it's not cheating to do that kind of a shitty thing. There's no and- competitive advantage to be gained because uh, if it was a competitive advantage, it would be something ever, it could be replicated by other teams. It's not. Like that's, that's yeah. not how that works. Like um, if it's, yeah, go for it. Cause it's no, just just so saying, frustrating. I just want to be it's clear. So I just, yeah, I just want to be comments. clear
1: again. Like, I, and I hate that we even have to say it, but it's like, we are not defending what happened. We're not no. trying to make like the Hawks, you know, try to defend the Hawks and all that kind of stuff. The shit that happened was so horrendous and handled so poorly it's bullshit. It's ridiculous. And quite frankly, like I'm, I'm glad these lawsuits are going through. I hope these players who were affected are able to get some sort of compensation and are able to find some sort of closure in the situation for them. That's going to help them, you know, move on because you have to assume it's another player that, you know, his career got derailed. Um, Who knows what kind of career, I mean, we all have our assumption of who it is mm-hmm. and and the assumption is, This player definitely did not have a career that he was projected to have. Um, But at the same time, it's just like the frustrating thing with it for me is listening to other shows and, and seeing, you know, tweets and social media posts about people saying like, oh, Ottawa, Ottawa situation, why does the new ownership getting punished for something the previous regime did? xyz and then it's like okay well then if that's your mindset then why do the Hawks need to keep getting punished for you know what happened in the past oh well that's different and it's like well why because the Blackhawks got bedard like there's no legitimate reason why i don't know it's just so fucking hypocritical and it's so frustrating and it's like i don't i didn't initially want to talk about it because i'm like it's gonna sound like i'm trying to like make light of the situation or 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 look a different way but it's like it's more frustration on people not understanding what the actual situation
0: is oh yeah i mean and then not understanding how the rules or anything work too right because they're all just going based off a feeling and the way i feel should be like you should be punished more than everything in the world but that's not is what's possible because it's literally on paper they can't Right. and like as much as that sucks and like I'm sure like yeah, they should have been punished more, they can't do it um the what was I gonna say like I don't know it's <laughs> it's so tiresome because you can't ever convince anybody that like every like the, this is the way that it goes when in these certain situations, right because it that's how it is on That's how it's, like, written on paper, how it it works. Yeah. But, like, you want to change everything because the Hawks, like, the conspiracy theories of just, like, the Hawks were gifted Bedard after all this happened. But, like, you can eat, like, we said it before, like, you can literally watch the video of, like, them doing their lottery process, and it's not rigged. But everybody wants to believe it's rigged. Everybody wants to believe that the hawks gain is or like it's gained in their favor because like that's who makes the money but it's literally fucking it's out there you just refuse to actually look at the like the resource
1: it's just it's yeah it's just the the age of social media and it's like it would be so much easier to like i rather people come at the hawks with legitimate reasoning right other than Oh, you do this and you get a first round pick. Like the amount of people saying like, yeah. Oh, well, it looks like the Hawks just won the draft lottery next year too. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of stuff like that. It's yeah. like, if you, there's, there's a legitimate reason to be angry at the the organization, at least the past organization, not the new one. Like the, I feel like the new organization, everybody in charge now is doing the right things to make sure mm-hmm. something like this never happens again. You have every right to be angry at the past reigns of the chicago blackhawks you have all the ammo there to go at them but you don't what what you do is you take stupid hockey situations and quite frankly it makes the situation look lesser than it really is
0: oh yeah like like, yeah like repeatedly bringing like like dumb shit up like all the time yeah it's it's and anybody like, that
1: says they gave a shit about Kyle Beach when they're coming after the Hawks and stuff like that. I mean, that's it's ridiculous. Like nobody everybody's just coming at the Hawks because of of the situation that they went in with the lottery and and the the punishment. And it's like at the same time we talk about with like bad contracts, what's the player gonna do? Say, oh no, don't pay me that much. What are the Hawks yeah. gonna say? oh, no, let me give you more money. Let me give you this. Let me give you that. You know, like they were handed a punishment based on what an outside party
0: gave. I mean, and the fact that they were like given the $2 million fine, was actually higher than the fine that was actually allowable. So I don't know, like you would assume if they tried to do more than the Hawks would just probably be like, hey, like that's not even up. like you're not in, in the, the its own constitution. You are not allowed to do that. Right. But like, who knows? It does. It's it's annoying that like people think it's all brand new stuff when it was literally already brought up in the report, and I'm sure they were prepared for a lawsuit should it happen. Like,
1: I wonder. Shit. I was kind of thinking about this when like the the news came out that they were being sued again. If if this player in beach. Came together, you know, and like, and went in like t- as like a duo. Like, hey, we were affected like this, this, and all that stuff that happened. If that would have resulted in a bigger punishment for the Hawks, like you had this united front going against them and saying like, this is ridiculous. This is two people that this was done to, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I wonder if then we would have saw a bigger punishment for the Hawks.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, especially since all like the new like the reports of like El Isaac and like John McDonough like brushing like literally brushing it off and like being showed like evidence of like dick pics and shit. And like
1: I still what blows my mind and then I just I don't understand. Maybe I'm missing something. Why aren't those guys being targeted? Why
0: because like, it's it nobody has hard feelings towards those guys because it's they weren't like, direct names of, like, the actual team to most of the outside world, Yeah, right? but, like, I mean,
1: I'm talking about, I'm talking about, like, lawsuits in general. Like, why are, like, are these guys not being sued? Why are, and why also, is it why Hawks? is Aldridge, because the, yeah Because
0: the Hawks, as an organization, have a responsibility to maintain, like, a safe and, like, uh, like a safe workplace, basically, right? Yeah. So... As, like, an organization, you can only sue the company rather than, like, individuals. So, like, th- them, w- they would have faced the repercussions of, like, being fired. But, I don't know. Did they all just... I can't remember what happened. Did they quit? Were they fired? Everybody so, was, like, resigned. Resigned, right? Yeah. So, the... I don't know why, like, the well, McDonald was fired before all that. Say, happened. yeah, and say, like, you're not allowed to ever be a part of like hockey ever again, well, like they did, where they banned Bowman and Quenville. But Bowman and Quenville are more of like the front line kind of management guys that would, and like the bigger names for most of the this, hockey world. Yeah,
1: I also wonder if this lawsuit is going to keep them from. This, I wonder if this is going to be the nail, the final nail in the coffin for
0: them. It it might just because it's it's more news onto the same topic, and it's kind of like okay, let's refresh this this whole thing. And now, if like they were already in the works of trying to be reinstated into the NHL, and I mean now people are just going to be more up in arms if if anything were to happen. Like past summer, right? There was talks about like bringing Q back into some teams, yeah, and like some teams were like, yeah, we'll fucking we'll take Q.
1: Q like, and Bowman were in Chicago doing that when they had those like GM meetings or coaches meetings yeah. to kind of like talk about what happened and kind of like a scared straight type of situation. Yeah. Um, And so it sounded like they were trying to do the work to come back. Now, I just I don't see how you can. I still think Q's got a better shot at coming back. Yeah. Um, I don't think Bowman and this is not even me being my anti-Bowman guy. Like, I don't, I legitimately don't think anybody in that management group, front office, should be allowed to back in the league.
0: No, especially because like they're the ones in charge of like the fucking staff. (laughs) Like, uh, it's, I don't know, it's crazy. I also think it's mind-blowing to me that
1: like how Aldrich just hasn't been brought up on anything else i know he went to jail for what he did to uh the the high school kid in michigan but like i just it blows my mind that he's not there's not more about him facing more legal repercussions for all this
0: i think it's because this happened like long enough ago that it's no longer something that can be pursued legally yeah Yeah. so yeah (laughs) fucking shit man like that's the thing right like that's why i'm i like it's pit like it pisses people off because like if this was handled correctly at the right like at the time like he should have been in a lot more fucking trouble than he is you know yeah and like that's the that's the part that pisses me off the most is the fact that like this guy's doing whatever he's doing now he's just like a registered sex offender which just should be in jail for longer than like Before. that
1: yeah that dude as in a non-sports related thing that dude should be in jail he should be in prison and, and she have the fucking book thrown at him for being just a disgusting human being for doing this multiple times yeah it's ridiculous but yeah i mean i don't know what else to say i mean it's a fucking loser yeah um <laughs> yeah i guess we'll just have to see how this goes um I don't expect any more repercussions for the Hawks for this. The only thing that's going to be affected is the team is going to going to pay the settlement or whatever. I I don't think it's going to go to trial. It's going to be settled. Um, and and just like Kyle Beach, we'll never know for how much or what the actual terms were, anything like that. Which it's not necessary. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, despite all that, there was two hockey games played. Yeah. Um one good one not games. so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> um november's a weird schedule there's not a lot of games for the hawks or, and like and when there is there's a big fucking gap between them
0: uh, yeah it's kind of wild there's a there's a lot of games with like three to two to three days off in between and then the end of the month it's like game off game off game, game off game. yeah uh, yeah, uh, so, for like five games in a row. <laughs>
1: so Monday they we talked about Monday's game against the Arizona Coyotes when they just got their dicks kicked in, and then yeah. they had five days or four days to sit and rest on that. And they welcomed the defending Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers to the United Center. And uh, the Panthers, I didn't get to see this game like fully. Like I kind of saw clips here and there. Um, the Panthers. Outshot them big time, I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, but the Hawks just fucking pounced on them.
0: Oh, right? yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah, bud. Um, Peter Morazic, man, just another solid game. Uh, the only thing that kind of sucks is like they scored two goals in the third period, but uh, like if he had just if the, even if the Kachuk goal didn't go in, I'm sure he would have been first star. But because it like they ended up having two at the end of the game, like he was fantastic, just stellar goaltending. They um, didn't even give him
1: a, a star.
0: No, they didn't because he because he gave up two, which is crazy. Uh, Taylor Hall got his first goal, Uh also back. his first game back from injury. Yep, Zaitsev which... gets his first goal as a Blackhawk, and I mean he's been here since like the trade deadline, but uh, in and out of the lineup, you know. Only his third game playing. Um,
1: Taylor Hall, too, real quick, back in the lineup. I mean, he took full – he even was talking about how he took full responsibility for rushing back. He just – he said, you know, being a part of a new team, he just wanted to be out there with the guys and, and thought he could do it and he just realistically should have sat and just let it heal, and he could have been back here a lot sooner. Which yeah. is good to see. Take accountability there. Kind of a
0: well, Reichel also gets his first point. Hey. Hey, baby. Uh, yeah, Bedard oh, scored a nasty goal.
1: Third third goal or third game in a row with a goal.
0: Yeah. I you was know. like, "Oh, he's feeling it. He's never going to not score again." And how about <laughs> the Selly? The, the yeah, Are you not right?
1: entertained? It kind of reminded me of Buff.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, it's like man. it's like he's just like going through like classic Sellys. Like from the Hawks because he he did like the caner what that but that goal was disallowed and oh man just get get everything. Now we just need, it'd be nice to see Bedard just like get into a shootout and then just do the Hosa instead. Just get to the half the hash marks and clap. And it. Just clap out. Yeah. <laughs> just just top show. i have also had a great game this
1: one. He had a goal and two assists. Um, I've been impressed with his play. I know a lot of people are kind of writing the kid off already but it's like he's still young and i think i think playing on a a team with this with this with more emphasis on the youth of the team and giving these young kids a shot i think he's gonna benefit a lot for that especially since he's playing with bedard yeah um, he's gonna get a
0: lot of opportunities yeah which i mean so far so good right like four points in five games uh that three-point game right there really helps out Um, But, yeah, now that he's on a more offensive-minded line, where I think he's always – for the past few years, man, he's been bounced between, like, first, second, third, fourth lines, right? He's never had a hole. All over the place. So, it was cool – it's cool that he's on that line. It's it's funny to me, too, that, like, they prepped, like, Reichel and Kershev to be together in the preseason – Kurushev gets hurt like in the preseason, and then when as soon as he comes back, we're like, "Hmm, nah, (laughs) it's like, oh, okay, like it was working last year, but that's okay with me. I mean,
1: I it's working right now. I did really like Kurushev in that Reichel Domi line last year, but Mm -hmm. obviously, we don't have him. Um, was Reichel playing winger in this one? Yeah, that was his first game at wing with Athanasio at center. So hopefully. Maybe if this Kershaw stuff stops working, bump Reichel up, give him a couple games with with Bedard. With Bedard, that'd be
0: great, just to I'd see how it, it
1: goes. Not like I mean, no no reason to rush it or commit to it, but hey, why not? Yeah. Um, one for three on the power play. Uh, they kicked the game off with a power play goal. Uh, Nick Feligno, second goal of the season. Um. One thing I've I've noticed with the Hawks this year, too, and it's something I really like, they're just kicking ass in blocks.
0: Yeah, they've been a doing lot it the past of few seasons. Oh, my God, yeah, 29 blocks, just, though.
1: Yeah, 29 to 7. Like, they're doing
0: great uh, when it comes to that, and everybody, uh, who was it? What it say? But Dard even got a block shot that game, took one right off the top of the foot. That was, like, right oh. before he uh, scored his goal, too. He was pissed off. You angered him. You, you, yeah. you, you gave him some anger. And he was 50% of the face off dot too. And then that's also how Kershaw got the empty netter. It was like a, I think the na. it was two guys going to block a shot and then kicked it out. And Kershaw just sped down and put, put the puck away. So
1: looking at this team, while we do know what to expect this year, the last three games have given us no, like, what the fuck is this team? You beat Vegas. You get your dicks kicked in by Arizona. Yep. You beat Florida.
0: So, yeah, you beat the, the Stanley Cup matchup, and then you lose to the one of the teams that was bottom of the league last
1: year. <laughs> yeah, like, what is going on? <laughs> and then the next day, you got your back-to-back, and you got New Jersey Devils, and, again, this one. They just kinda, you know, fell flat. And it's I mean, they were continue the story of last year. They were they were over, I believe it was or over nine on back-to-back games last year. Oh really?
0: Um yeah. Jesus. So so I mean,
1: picking up where they left off last season.
0: Um yeah, and like the thing with this game too is the Devils didn't have Heisher or Jack Hughes. So that kind of shows the Devils are good, man. <laughs>
1: dude, that's hilarious because I originally made the graphic with Jack with Hughes and then oh. no the original
0: was Jack Hughes and oh. I was like, "Oh,
1: well, he's out, so I got to go and put Heisler in there." I didn't even realize he didn't play. God damn it. I didn't dude. even realize
0: he wasn't playing until like like a while into the game when they had to say something. But, but yeah, yeah uh, I mean, Devils are good. And team
1: had a Closed door meeting after this one.
0: Soderblom had a great game, by the way, in this game too. A nine two five save percentage.
1: I don't understand how our goalies' numbers
0: are so good. <laughs> <laughs> they're just getting, they're just getting so many shots on them. Just like getting ripped on. Uh, Vanacek also played a good game though too. So it was it was a good goalie matchup in this one. Uh, Taylor Hall getting his second. You know, maybe he's on. He's gonna be on a roll and just start scoring every game. Well, he had a, you don't know, get one against the former team. That's right. One of his former teams. One of his. This is teams. this is like four teams ago, bud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, yeah. It feels like he was on the Devils like two years ago. It's like no, he was on Boston. He was on Buffalo. He was in Arizona, Arizona. and then he was on the Devils. This is the last time he was actually good.
1: <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. I I've said that always. He's he's only had one good season in his career. Like, really good season, where it was like, oh, shit, they get the hype that he gets. And I'm sorry. I I love him on the Hots. I love what the
0: role he brings, but I don't,
1: like, I never bought the hype with him.
0: He's only had, like, yeah, the one point per game season, really. Oh, well, one time on the Oilers. Or actually two. There's just, yeah, it's hard to tell because the games played is, like, not full 82. Yeah. Most of the time. His only, like, standout season
1: was the year he won heart.
0: I mean, the season after that, 37 points in 33 games. Yeah, I think it doesn't stand out as much, but just because he tends to miss some time. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, Four yeah. Four points in I seven mean, games right now, though.
1: Hey, let's go. The Bedard effect. Yeah, yeah. right? Donato on board again. I mean, I really like Donato. I think that was a good, good sneaky pickup pick this year. Yeah. So yeah, finish one to one on the weekend. Don't play again until Thursday. What, Saturday, Thursday against yeah. uh Tampa. Yep. In, in Tampa. In Tampa. Yeah, because next Thursday they're Tampa's in Chicago.
0: Yeah, like I don't understand like why there's so many. Like, why are they getting so many of these Eastern Conference teams out of the way? Like, Florida, we're gonna be in Florida on Sunday. We just played them Saturday. Like Oh, we get Florida done in the
1: next two weeks. Yeah, and Tampa. Yeah. As I'm saying, Florida, like the state of Florida will be done. We will we Oh will the state of Florida. Going, yeah, we will not be going to Florida.
0: Got right it, got week. it. Yeah, we already got Boston out of the way. Like Florida's Toronto, about like, all of Florida's about to be out of the way.
1: Toronto will be done. They play them on Black Friday.
0: New Jersey. Um, oh, we don't play New Jersey again until January. Yeah, like I don't understand like the spacing on some of these, like
1: unless they're trying to like really put like build up conference division, games. Conference and division like, games, like as really important. Yeah, yeah. So it's like end of the season, you gotta really fight for those points. I don't know. That's that's the only thing I can think of.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it feels like our own division games are like only Pepper day and every once in a while. Like so far we played Colorado and Arizona.
1: We played Nashville next Saturday. Yeah. Maybe
0: the third division game. Um and then the only other team we played in the Western Conference is Vegas twice. God, it's only it's been eleven games, but it feels like f- so yeah, eleven games there. with only four against Western Conference teams. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Feels did weird. We talk
1: about do we talk about too last time about after the game on Friday or Saturday well we haven't talked about it um Bedard and Kucherkins' entry level deal officially kicks in they've both played oh. the the 10 game limit yes so yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere I am
0: shocked that Bedard stuck around. Like yeah, absolutely. I didn't hear I'm, anything somebody, about this kid. Hopefully they told his mom that he can start looking for an apartment now. That was so that was, that was That was the thing they were worried about. Yeah. So make sure he stays with the team. If you don't know that
1: story. Um, coach Richardson was like asking Bedard's mom if they start looking for an apartment yet. And she's like, well, we're going to wait to see if he makes the team. And he kind of smirked and just goes, you know, I think it's a safe bet. You could probably start looking (laughs) it's it's like, all right, come on. I like, I love it, but I'm also very annoyed at how humble
0: they are. The bedards are, it's it's almost, it's almost like you, you, you already know, like you should know like don't, you have play, worked don't your ass. so dumb
1: yeah you've worked your ass off you deserve everything you're getting fucking enjoy it don't yeah. don't be like oh shucks if i make the team or not you know it's like come on fucking
0: yeah, yeah i mean it when when richardson says like you have you guys been looking for an apartment you just be like you know not yet <laughs> that's like, it that's all i guess it's not yeah. like well we gotta make sure he makes the team <laughs> so what are you doing uh, what
1: The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of sweetener offer every day this October. Get in on the game of greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas City. Licensing partner, uh, Gold Nugget Lake Charles, LA. Uh, 21 plus age varies, varies by jurisdiction, void in ONT. Bonus bets expire 186 one hundred eight sixty eight hours after issuance. Uh, see sportsbooks.com draftkings.com slash see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, deposit restrictions, responsible game and resources. Halloween is over and is now my favorite time of year. Christmas time is here. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday Friday sale is going on now. You heard me talk about Raycon products before. Uh, Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds. Known for delivering high-quality, thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wearing and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cables allow you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with a 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To so everyone get in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early. Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me. You do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry up now to buy Raycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.
0: Um, all right. Three stars for the two games. Oh yeah. Um let's see. you wanna you wanna choose one first? Sure. We want to start third star. Yeah, why not?
1: Um, third star. I'm going to go Taylor Hall. Paul
0: or Halsey two goals, one game winner. Yeah. Okay. Um, damn. Okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. All right. Wasn't ready. Wasn't ready for Hall to be number three. Who were you expecting to be number three? I was thinking maybe Mrazic. Oh, see, I was thinking Mrazic too. Okay. I can do that. And then I was gonna give Kuroshev one. I mean, it makes the most sense, even though he scored all three points in the one game. But yeah, the, I mean the goaltending tandem again, like this weekend, a nine two five save percentage and a nine or nine point five save percentage. Do you want to
1: just do the goalies again as the second star?
0: Yeah, why not? They're great. They both they both did very well. And then just Kuroshev at uh one. At number one. And um just sidebar here.
1: Goalies are still irrelevant, despite all the love I've been giving them on this yeah, show right. over the past couple weeks. They are still irrelevant.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Connor, Connor Bedard, jeez, minus three, bud. Yeah, Connor zone, Bedard minus three.
1: three, only one goal. I mean, the kid's a bust. I don't know what's yeah. going
0: on. Only Nick, six shots on Nick goal. Nick Felino had the same amount of goals. Like, come on. Oh, oh his Johnson. faceoff percentage was fifty-two over the weekend. He's moving 15, up fifty-three.
1: I think he's starting to figure it out a little bit here. Yannick Perot yeah. is uh is getting him in order. Helping him out a lot. Which is good. I mean, um yeah, it's just there's not much because it's like you can't really go off of anything yet. Like you can't, like there's no I feel you can't even overreact at this point. Eleven games into the season. Yeah it's like you're still you're still in that feeling out process for this team you know this team isn't going to be good um i think what I, I what i like so far about about this year is the fact that they have games where they're winning and they're looking good and then they are getting their dicks kicked
0: and yeah it's the kind of really kind of bringing them back in line
1: Back in line, and then start to like show them, like and just see how they handle. How do they bounce back from these losses? I mean, responding from Arizona losing eight to one to a five to win over the defending Eastern Conference champs is huge. Yeah. Now, how are they going to respond against New Jersey? I mean, sorry, against Tampa after playing New Jersey? Yeah. Like Tampa Bay is another really good team who realistically should destroy the Hawks.
0: Yeah, I mean they have probably some of the best players the Hawks are going to face in the past like three weeks. Right.
1: So it's just it's going to be interesting how they how they bounce back and and they face that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, I mean, what? Oh, they're in Florida, but you know Stamkos will get his first look at Bedard, and hey, Stamkos, if you're contract issues by the end of the season, maybe there's a couple. There's a couple
1: players who may be looking for a change of scenery that uh, the Hawks, I wouldn't mind, uh, ring-a-ding-ding, KD
0: uh, on the phone. Stamkos and Nylander? Stamkos, Nylander, McDavid. Um. Oh, McDavid. <laughs> Yo, McDavid, we heard there's have, you're having issues in, in Edmonton. Uh, let's get counter-squared together. The uh, the last thing I want to talk about from the games um, that we
1: forgot to mention is Velasik was back in lineup as well against New Jersey.
0: Yeah. Um great to see. Yeah. I'm really glad he didn't miss that much time. He's just been still just like stellar defensively. He, um, yeah, he for the defenseman right now, it's really funny. He's a plus five. Everyone else is a minus. Dude, or so... Wyatt Kaiser is also he's actually even, so that's pretty solid. The young guy's leading the wavelength.
1: Hey, I mean you knew Seth Jones and Connor Murphy weren't going to be putting up good plus minus numbers here, Um and he was going to get dragged down by Seth Jones in that stat department. And Tenordi is just
0: Tenordi. So, Dude, speaking of Connor Murphy, man, like I don't know what it is, but this this year it seems kind of weird, like kind of off. Also, how dare and- you not mention Zaitsev? He's plus three. Oh, he's played three games? And was he plus three all from Florida? <laughs> he's played four games. He's plus three.
1: Blasic, um, uh, Boris are all plus Kaiser and Donato are,
0: and Dickinson are even. Uh, I was talking strictly defensemen before, anyway. Oh, all right. Well, still. Um, but yeah, Connor Murphy's been kind of weird. Where... I don't know. <laughs> like... He almost seems like a little bit lost within, like, the decor, Like, in that defensive I, group. I kind of just don't remember he's there. Yeah. Like, he's been blocking tons of shots. I think he's leading the team in block shots. But, like, when it comes to, like, being in the offensive zone, it, he looks a little lost. I, I just, know.
1: yeah. I don't know if it's just because I'm so excited to watch, like, Vlasic and uh, Korshinsky that I'm just not paying attention to him out there. And yeah. I'm yelling at Seth Jones for doing stupid
0: shit. Um,
1: yeah, I kind of fucking Tyler Johnson him. I kind of forgot he was on the team.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anytime I see a five, I'm like, that must just be Korchinski. <laughs> 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 like he's out there a lot, man. So I, I mean, they're out. They're typically out there together. Have around the same. Like Korchinski actually has more time on ice than uh, Connor Murphy at this moment. Well, oh, yeah, I mean he's playing with Jones, so. Well, yeah, okay. Seth Jones, twenty-five
1: twenty-five average. Jesus. Yeah, he's out there a lot.
0: And he's only a minus three, so that's an improvement. Yeah, I mean, that's it's it's difficult to find that kind of kind of guy that can do that, right? And like yeah. even if it is a minus player, like the team as a whole is pretty minus, and I don't think that's Seth Jones' fault. So I was gonna say again, spoiler. You're on a bad team. You're gonna yeah. be a minus. Like I would, I would like to still see like Korchinski get some time on that first power play unit. Hopefully, it happens at like pretty at some point. But they scored a goal, so now you gotta wait longer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm over Seth Jones
1: on that top power play unit. And again, I stand by it. I still. I don't hate Seth Jones on this team. I just I wish no. they didn't rely on him as as much as they
0: did. But I just I think mean, that there's a there's a better connection between Korchinski and Bedard. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um,
1: yeah. Speaking of the future of this team, though, let's uh let's take a look at the prospects. Ah, the guys in the system, huh? In the system, a lot of good going on
0: this season. Tanner, you have nice the stats, so I will let you. Some of away. the highlights so far, and we're just going to talk like guys that have been drafted pretty pretty recently. So, like, not really going to mention the guys in the AHL that are doing Rick super high, like Joey. Or, for example, Joey Anderson's got eleven points in seven games. Um. But that's not a guy that's, like, probably going to be a part of, like, the the far future. Like, some he's of these a guys call, he's have a call the possibility. Up if we need yeah. Um, Gavin Hayes playing for the Flint Firebirds in the OHL. He's got 15 points in 13 games. It's pretty solid. The Martin Missyak kid who the Hawks drafted in the second round this past season, um, I believe he was playing for the Slovakian team. Yeah, he was playing for Slovakia with that Adam Guyen um, goaltender at the World Juniors. He was in the USHL last year. He got... So from what I remember reading is he was a part of the import draft for the CHL. I don't know if it's CHL as a whole or just the OHL, but he was the first overall pick. And he's got 18 points in 16 games, solid nine goals, nine assists. Um going to sort again by points per game here. Uh, Paul Ludwinski, the guy that we got with the pick, the second round pick that was a part of the Debrinket trade from Ottawa. He's got 12 points in 12 games in Kingston. Frank Nazar, just a solid 10 points in 10 games in Minnesota. Fuck. Gutman, oh. ever since he went back down to Rockford, he's got five points in five games. Oliver Morris killing it. He's got seven points in eight games at Minnesota. His one of his D men, a guy that was drafted the year before, still in the first round, Sam Renzel, He's got six points in eight games in Minnesota as well. Uh, Nick Lardis, who the guys who the Hawks got in the third round this year, has eleven points in fourteen games for uh, the Brantford Bulldogs in the OHL. That's one of those players too. Like that's a pick that
1: because everybody was shocked that he he, yeah, he was still on we the board. Did.
0: yeah Yeah, so that's what i'm very excited to see him him and oliver moore were literally both like how is how are you guys still available so (laughs) the guy love it um it's funny enough like landon slaggart who i don't think the hawks mentioned all that often he's the captain of the university of notre dame he was drafted in uh second or third round in 2020 um he's got seven goals in nine games with no assists but he's like leading Notre Dame in points, I think. Uh, he still is. I don't know. The article that he scored recently might have been a couple of days ago or a couple of games ago. Um, <clears throat> Ryan Green, who is at Boston University, um, when did the Hawks draft him? He's 20. He was drafted second round in 22. 57th overall he's he's doing pretty solid at Boston University where what Celebrini's at right yes future Blackhawks uh Macklin Celebrini <laughs> don't say that <laughs> it's, it's, you're gonna, it's, gonna piss off a lot of people yeah that's fine <laughs> I don't give a shit um the Hawks are bad man like if you think that like San Jose is just gonna get first overall pick because they go Oh, 81 and one like that's not gonna happen they just get the best chances um when it comes to defensemen uh del mastro's got four points in seven games in the a uh phillips who who could probably be like one of the other i mean he was the first call up right he's got three points in six games uh colton Dock has a couple or has one point in two games in in rockford first professional um, point yeah right uh nothing else really super notable for forwards or defensemen really um, although the goaltending it's yes adam gayen who came over from slovakia he's in the ushl at the moment he's got 12 games played he's eight three and one playing for green bay uh 291 goals against average and a 914 save percentage so just pretty solid but when it comes to in rockford Boy oh boy, Drew Camesso starting the season hot four games, 1.76 goals against average, save percentage, got has one shutout and he's three and one. I think we have a goalie solution. I
1: I wouldn't bet against it. <laughs> if it's not him, you got Adam Gajan, he's looking amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine if they can get like a
0: one two combo with those two guys? I mean, with the way that the NHL kind of works, right? Like, you you really want to have a solid one too. And if it's not the case, <laughs> you really hope one of those guys will be like carried sixty plus games. God, that would be oh man! Future is like just got to get is, through, man. Is sexy. You
1: just you just got to get through the next couple seasons and let these guys mature and and completely develop because, oh, fuck this league's in trouble. If these guys all pan out the way they're supposed to, mm-hmm. plus a lot of cap space coming the Hawks way.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, we have all, all the, all the cap available to retain these guys and add. So like, it's, it's going to be great. Oh, that, that's great. This is fantastic. I didn't even realize this too. So Comessa is only 21 engaging is only 19. So, Still plenty of time for them to develop. Things are looking good. I mean, typically, 26,
1: 25, 26 is typically, I mean, I know it's different High, now. It's... Higher
0: drafted goalies, probably 23-ish, 22, yeah. 23. Like, if you're looking at guys like Carter Hart, right, Um Ottinger. Uh, Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight, guys probably, like, hitting their stride, trying to get a few more games around 22-ish. Yeah. But, like, really probably taking over the NHL if they're a high draft pick, like, 24 to 26. Whew. Yeah. It could be nice. Oh, God. I mean, Arvid's playing great, too. (laughs) That's the fucking – that's the funny thing.
1: And that's – yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like, don't forget about Soderbaum, but it's like, he he's going to be around until – He's, I mean, it's he's the be,
0: one in the shit right it's now. Be, like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be like, really interesting. More than with, likely, like, Camesso and Gajun, whenever they're ready to make it to the Hawks, like the team's probably going to be a bit better at least. And right now, Soderbaum's like just... He's, I think he's going to make it yeah, hard. Re- really.
1: Yeah, he's really going to make them... I mean, if he keeps up the way he's playing, he's had a couple bad games here and there, but it's like he's yeah. going to make them... Make he's not just handing this team over. He's gonna he's gonna yeah. make these guys earn it. Yes. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh let's move on to some NHL talk, unless you got more for Hawks. Now let's let's get rolling. All right. Um let's just start with, you know, the absolute worst of this league. Let me ask this. Edmonton. I'm giving you. Get out of jail free card. You could offer it to me as well if you like. You don't have to. Do you want to change your Stanley Cup president
0: pick? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Because if anybody can turn a team around and just go on a stupid streak, it would be Drysidele and McDavid. But they're bad.
1: They and when I say their teams bad, I mean. Dry yeah. and McDavid are bad.
0: Are right. they washed up already? Dude. I, is Edmonton going to get the deal of a century on Dry <laughs> the on the re signing? Is Connor Bedard coming into the league just
1: draining the powers away from McDavid? And he's just, there could only be one Connor in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Um here, let me I'm trying to pull up the stats right now. Maybe maybe
0: he's just staying awake at night, just seeing all of the like Bedard everywhere marketing. Bedard marketing, Bedard marketing. And the and McDavid's just like, why not me? And he just can't he closes his eyes and he sees Connor Bedard. And that's why he looks like he's exhausted. (laughs) McDavid through nine games has two goals,
1: eight assists for 10 points, and only one power play point or power play goal um leon dreisaitl five goals nine assists 14 points three power play goals i just
0: what is going on with this team uh they have no goaltending, which
1: they just breaking news will not breaking news by the time this comes out but anyway jack campbell sent uh was placed on waivers with the intention of re-signing him down to the ahl safe to say no one's gonna no one's gonna put a claim in on
0: him uh, yeah he's got three years left at five mil and that's not i mean i just want to know is it is it i haven't been watching edmonton but is it the goaltending or like do the defensemen just not give a shit (laughs) I just yeah like I'm trying to. Is everybody just like Connor will do it? Leon will do it. I mean they lose
1: eight to one against Vancouver to kick it off. Four to three. Four to one to Philly. Three to two. Seven to four. Three nothing. I mean they won a game against Calgary, which is hey that's not really saying much. Um and yeah then they lost four three. 5-2 5-2 to Nashville, 6-2 again to Vancouver last night. The best thing they got going for them right now is they got the San Jose Sharks on Thursday.
0: But is it the best or is that going to completely break them if they don't if they don't win that game? If the Sharks
1: win that game, I mean, there's got to be a yard sale in Edmonton. What if
0: I mean, obviously cuz like the sh- the Sharks are just The shittiest of the shitty teams at the moment. They get to uh, they. They they just bet. I mean, back to back ten goal games, right? At home, is that what it was? Yeah,
1: back to back ten goal games. They lost. What was it? What if?
0: Listen though. What if they beat Edmonton and put up ten goals? (laughs) Just, just, (laughs) just absolutely dismantle
1: Edmonton. (laughs) Well, wouldn't that just double their goals on the season then? It would more than double their goals on the season, I thought. Let's see. They currently have... Oh, 12 goals. They've scored oh, they scored 12, 12 so far okay. this year. 12 yeah. goals for Duclair. Duclair leads their team games. with...
0: Oh, the last five games with one goal. <laughs> I don't understand. Three goals for Fabian Zetterland.
1: Was it Pete Blackburn or... So I forgot who tweeted out. They're like, hey, does somebody want to tell San Jose that the, the the tank for Bedard was last season?
0: Yeah, probably, you know?
1: God damn. Like... Is the Pacific Division, like,
0: the, the best and worst division in the league right now? Well, they have four of the top ten teams and, like, three of the bottom five teams. And then there's just... Seattle <laughs>
1: who's who's floating
0: towards the bottom. Aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they have 10 points so far. Oh, so they're not, they're just mid they're 26, 26. Okay. So far, <laughs> four bottom 10 teams and four top 10 teams. <laughs> they literally have the three worst teams in the league at the moment. Yeah. San Jose, Edmonton flames. And then two of the, top 3 teams in the league at the moment. That's funny. NHL man. Parody. But like let's
1: be like like realistically here. Edmonton's 2-8 and 1. I mean, yeah. I'm not even going to waste
0: a breath on San Jose because there's no there's
1: San Jose no... has a
0: chance. They're literally playing the team that's right above them. Like you Wait, look just, at the okay. teams on paper and you're like, "Oh, Edmonton destroys them." But Then you look at what the teams have like accomplished so far this season. You're like, man, this game might be tight.
1: Well, no, that's fair, but I'm I'm so I'm looking in terms of like San Jose, they're going to be at the bottom. I they're not changing, they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe they jump to second to last, you know, or whatever. But is there any way Edmonton can turn this around?
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? Or do you want me to have examples?
1: <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying like like realistically like
0: yeah, they honestly like let's say they just go on this insane heater and basically just replicate like Vegas's Lewis. record, Boston's record, like Vancouver's record but over like a longer period of time, which they I think that they're more than capable of doing that because they have they have guys that can like out of all the bottom teams like in the league like they have they, they're just the the most perplexing fucking problem that like if they figure it out like they could have they could easily win every game in a row for fucking 15 games there yeah I'm trying to think, like, at That just team. puts them right at the top again I'm I honestly like it at some point Real soon, there'll probably be like a twenty-game stretch. Will there? They'll only lose like four games. Do they need to make a change? Like, do they need to go and pick up a goalie? I hope they do. You know, I hope they, I hope they overreact like crazy, and then they overpay, and just don't set themselves up great for the future. Because I don't fucking care if they win or lose. <laughs> I just like it when people, when teams do that shit. Give like two firsts and then ask Anaheim to take on Jack Campbell for for John Gibson. I don't think Mirazik. Like... Yeah, I mean, I'd take Jack Campbell. I don't give a shit. Oh no, I wouldn't
1: take Jack Campbell.
0: But yeah, I, like, I, I well, say you'd like... have to. You'd have to like they'd have to get rid of Campbell because otherwise take... that's just too much, too much cap.
1: What Mirazik at fifty retain? That's like what a million.
0: Yeah, what's um, Edmonton sitting at? They probably, yeah, they only have like 300,000 in cap space. Oh, no, they're at 3 eight, so that would be one.
1: What, over just one and a half?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying, you they would have to send somebody out as – and like create cap space in order to make it work.
1: Who's on a one-year deal with the Hawks? could take? You don't take Cap. Take care of the cap situation. Just give us McDavid. Yeah. McDavid I Morazic mean, straight up. I take Jack Campbell in that trade too. You know, fine.
0: Take Jack Campbell, out of McDavid. Yeah, in Marazic. order in order to it's like the Brian Bickle trade, in order to move on from this contract. In this situation, we'll give you our top prospect, yeah. <laughs> which is going to be McDavid for more in, more years to come.
1: Yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I wish I knew what the fuck was wrong with this team. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they wish they knew. It was so frustrating. Um, yeah, I mean, I really got nothing else written down here.
0: There's nothing really going on, right? No. Um I let's let's check Reddit real quick. <laughs> I guess we can wrap though here. I was oh, gonna wait. say I think I think what happened last time, like talking about moving Reichel to like the wing, and I was just like, you gotta keep mid center. Like there's no point in moving to the wing. And then as soon as we got done, it was oh, like yeah. <laughs> Reichel moved to the wing. I was like, well, that's fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> I literally didn't say anything to you because I as soon as we got done recording, I saw like the the tweet talking about the story, and that was like seven hours ago, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna bring this up.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's about it. So, pretty much, yeah, Sharks suck, Oilers suck. They play each other Thursday. It might be a close game, one of them might get blown. <laughs> I don't know. I got like five bucks left in my uh,
1: my sports app, casino app here, so I might throw a five dollar bet on that game. Well, it depends because I threw a fucking 10 game parlay tonight, so we'll see how that. Cashes out. Um but yeah. All right, episode two fifty. What do you want to call it, bud?
0: Oh no. Um <laughs> <laughs> what should we call it? I don't know. I feel like the thing we talked about the most is isn't good like or like a fit for any kind of the title. title. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the court, just like <laughs> No. Um, Here we go again. Yeah. Right. Uh, what should it be?
1: The future.
0: I I honestly just can't. I can't tonight. I'm also looking at all the goals that are being or like just goals on the NHL. Um. All right. Let's see. Hawks. Hawks, eh <laughs> are they bad are they good Florida trip uh i don't know man fucking who cares just fucking <laughs> episode whatever who cares <laughs> i can't think you got to help me call it who cares i uh, fucking fraudulent ass boston <laughs> how about this how about well, well blackhawks we're not last yet <laughs> we're not I don't even that think that I, I don't i don't think that we'll end up being yeah right we're not that bad i like that i don't think we'll end up being like i don't think there's a chance we finish 32nd No, nah. so. I mean and technically we're tied for twenty-seventh. Hey, we might we might not be bottom five. We'll see. We'll be bottom we'll be bottom ten for sure. Yeah, that like we'll be lottery, but yeah, who knows the percentage? The percentage doesn't we'll every- matter because we're gonna win it. <laughs> 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 All right, episode
1: two fifty. We're not that bad. Make sure to follow us on all your favorite social media. Check out the show on your favorite podcast app. YouTube, uh, DraftKings promo code THPN. Go to Raycon. Use THPN for get fifteen percent off your first order. Uh, you, yeah, we'll see you on the next one.
0: All right, love you, boys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WCV podcast. Hey! Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast to connect with Jerome and Tanner. Check out the boys at WCB podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.